0: Hello and welcome to the show. It's a great show. It's a terrific show. It's a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. Ask anyone. And that is the line we go with, because people who dispute it never show up. (laughs) This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I am flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host Rebecca Blonde. Welcome.
2: Hello. Hello.
0: And you can probably tell my voice has not yet fully recovered, but we're going to make the most of it tonight. We have several intriguing topics to cover. First, where is that thought policeman who said he was showing up tonight to arrest us for our crimes? He's not here, so we'll discuss that. But don't worry. We expect these things. And I planned, I should say we planned, a full backup show for this uh, inevitable absence.
2: Yeah. So yeah. what are we
0: going to talk about without this guy? We'll talk about the Chicago kidnapping that unfolded this week. I think that's the A topic. Um we'll talk about my favorite skit of the week, Real Housewives of Isis, and some controversy surrounding it. Uh we'll talk about the meme that now is celebrity videos telling us from high atop there philosopher thrones. How to govern the country. That's right. There's another celebrity video. Remember the chain? They were, oh, yeah, they pled yeah. the electors. First they pled the voters, then they pled the electors. Now they're pleading the new Congress.
2: Oh, that's to stand
0: great. Up to, so they just don't get it. They can't help <laughs> themselves. It's a meme now. So we'll cover the latest one. Uh, it'll be all this and more in your favorite hour listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on iTunes. Thank you for keeping us afloat and helping us upgrade stuff on Patreon. Thank you for emailing us. That's Beauty and the Beta. At gmail.com. Remember, there's more of the show on the audio platforms iTunes, Podbean, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You can listen to the call in show we do every Wednesday night on demand, plus bonus material you won't find on YouTube. Before we get into the missing elephant in the room tonight, uh, I did want to share, I always like to share art we receive from listeners. And uh, uh, as I mentioned, if you didn't catch my latest video, I've lost my voice since the last show we did, and I've been struggling this week trying to get it back because it's been an interesting week full of a lot of good topics, but here I am. Can't talk, want to talk about it, but can't (laughs) speak. So I did a video with my voice even worse than it is right now, and I I received uh, whoops, uh, this on Twitter, Critical Nobody. Uh, This is all I can think of hearing your voice. (laughs) It's actually a pretty good. uh, I'm sure hasty, but still pretty good looking Batman version of me, and I appreciate that. So let's talk about what happened since our last show. If you didn't catch the last show, we did that whole segment on that KKK documentary on E&E, A&E from um, Daryl Lamont Jenkins getting busted up as a fraud. There were allegations that they paid the KKK subjects of the documentary to fake scenes, basically, and to exaggerate their racism. And I think you and I covered that fairly i think most people do i don't think
2: yes yes he was very angry at my suggestion that daryl lamont jenkins funds the kkk and he was (laughs) vehement that he was going to come here and defend the honor and integrity of the kind and giving man daryl lamont jenkins
0: right so so i want to be buddy i want to be clear about the conversational pattern here because i think there might be some um, lack of clarity among people I was talking to in the chat before the show went live and people on Twitter and such. I want to be extra clear about the sequence of events here. So um, I get this early this week, uh, an email. Well, I, I, he he talked crap. This this account called Fight Hate Speech starts talking crap to me and you on Twitter, linking Daryl, saying that we were pro-KKK in our segment. And I said, that's nonsense. We referenced yeah. this variety story that talks about how the, how this was faking scenes with the KKK. And I said, email me if you want to come on the show. You think we're pro-KKK? Come on the show. I'd love to talk about it. I get this email. Matt Christensen, hello, I am emailing you per your request to set up discussion about your sympathies with the KKK, association with white nationalists, and your own personal examples of racial intolerance. How would you like to set this up? I certainly hope you don't channel your inner alt-right cowardice and cancel the debate prior to Sunday. Get back to me whenever you can racist i will be waiting <laughs> sincerely jonathan cohen fight hate speech okay and i reply well that's hilarious be on skype 8 45 p.m sunday which wait is...
2: he's got this weird disclaimer on the bottom too
0: oh you want to see that yeah I this disclaimer disclaimer fight hate speech is a washington dc nonprofit, 501 501c3 tax-exempt status We fight racism, systemic injustice. We're, you know, your typical social justice
2: Doesn't it say their website is having maintenance or is Under
0: construction. Oh, their website, yeah.
2: That's why we can't find anything about this online. (laughs) Nothing.
0: So I reply, I'm like, you know what? Be here, use headphones, use a microphone. And then you and I were speaking privately. So you know what? He needs to be on camera too. Yeah. You want to level these accusations? You need to be on camera. That's how we know this isn't trolling nonsense.
2: Right, because his, show, sh- his you're tweets from a non-profit. were nonsensical. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Show you're from a nonprofit. Show up with a camera. This is four days ago. Four yeah. days ago, no reply. And I tell him be there at eight forty-five Eastern time. Well, just before the show today. I mean, he's had four days to negotiate these terms. Four days, no reply starts popping up on Twitter. Oh, I'm currently at my home office where I have more modern equipment. Matt demanded a webcam interview, and I can't do that. Um, Don't back out of your interview, though, Maddie. But seriously, I'll have to have my buddy look at my webcam and get back to you.
2: Wait, I I don't understand that. He's saying he has more modern equipment, and so he doesn't have a webcam as though webcams are like not modern equipment. Is that what he's saying?
0: I have no idea.
2: That's asinine. Um, Everybody uses a webcam.
0: I was, on, I was on vacation for uh, four days four days ago and still am. I don't bring my entire office with me when I travel. Don't back down. Okay, so you, you don't have a phone, I guess. Um, my response was, look, add me on Skype. Use your phone. You don't have an excuse here. Add me on Skype. Nothing. Nothing. But I say that as we speak. I just got a Skype. I can't switch it because you'll be swapped out. I did get a Skype ad from something else just now, but it doesn't look like him. Anyway, if it is him, <laughs> you are half an hour late. You got time to talk on Twitter, but you, you know you have no time to check your email. You have no time to figure this sort of thing out. Right. Uh, so you know that's that's what I don't get. It, it, some people say, "Well, you should have let him on without a webcam." No, I disagree. No, but no, 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 no,
2: no. That's not how we're gonna do things he's going to demand to come on our show and prove that we're that we're racist and that we're KKK members, supporters, empathizers, he's going to show his face. Some,
0: a formal organization. However, right, right. maybe that's your point. Maybe, oh, he needs to you should just let him be anonymous and use your use his voice. OK, but he could have emailed me and requested that. He, he had four days do to that. do yeah. it. He didn't even do that. As of now, hasn't even given me a Skype. I don't know how I'm supposed to get in touch with this person. He has right. not even given me a way to contact him. I don't have any way of contacting right, right. him other than his email that he doesn't reply to and his Twitter. So we've done what we can. I want, In my prep for the show, I did take a look at some of the flat-out insane things that exist on this Twitter feed.
2: Yeah. Uh, check oh, some and of this before stuff we out. read some of these things, though, I'd like to point out that he t- he only has like three or 400 tweets. Um, and that he tweeted a bunch on August 16th. And then there's like a six-month gap in Twitter. And then um, he starts tweeting again. And it's always about like it's in the style of one people's project, which is Daryl Lamont Jenkins, um, other uh, non- nonprofit organization. And the thumbnail's similar. And I don't know. I think that this is Daryl Lamont Jenkins. But this is a this is a running theory. And the
0: fact that there's no person you can't find this guy. No, I've, I looked up Jonathan
2: up. Cohen. Um, what is it? Fight hate speech. Is that his yeah, organization? It, it
0: appears to be made. Yeah, up. Yeah.
2: And his website's under construction. He has 38 followers. He won't show us his face. He's like tweeting things about Daryl Lamont Jenkins being a good man, a kind man, like a bunch of times. It, this is this all reeks of troll or it's Daryl operating the Twitter account.
0: Right. So check out some of these tweets just for fun. This is obviously I've been trying to figure out if this is a troll the whole time or not but check out some of these insane tweets racists often say facts are racist in a sarcastic manner yes facts if not presented uh in an equality focused manner are indeed racist racists say milwaukee riots aren't logical since a black cop killed a black man make no mistake logic is a white supremacist construct (laughs) now but but wait there's more Uh, we must seriously consider the prospect of sending racist, sexist, Islamophobes, and anti Semites to re education camps for the greater good. Yes, these are radical steps given our current approach, but drastic steps must be taken to achieve the final solution the final solution against bigotries. And yes, Dude, I think I've we've assumed, been
2: had. Now that we've well, we
0: I've time. been saying this whole time is this serious or is this a troll? You yeah. guys can find out when he shows up for the show. And of course, yeah. lo and behold, he's not here. This was uh, this was something else that was great. He's been back and forth with a lot of people. People of color cannot be racist. Racism equals prejudice plus power. Learn the difference. BS, I'm mixed and I'm perfectly capable of being racist. If you are half white, you are half capable of being racist. That's how it works. <laughs> now, now I would say to your point, this is some high quality shit posting, trollery, whatever you want to call it. But Yeah, yeah. There's what's strange to your point is it's not like some Twitter egg. it's it's under the guise of this pseudo or this fake organization, this know, this I alleged know. nonprofit that doesn't exist.
2: We just got excited because we thought maybe once somebody that does this to us would actually show up just one time, just once.
0: I guess not. i don't I don't really know. I don't know there's nothing we can really do about it now but you always got to open the door um <sighs> you got to open the door and just leave it there I, I i'm trying to stick to my new year's resolution of not doing overly lengthy twitter back and forth it's just like come on the show or don't
2: yeah and I was close yeah.
0: this time but i probably went too far into the back and forths.
2: i love how the first thing you did in this new year is start a twitter war with somebody I just want no,
0: to No, well this still wasn't as lengthy as previous ones. <laughs> I basically said come on the show, email me, and that's how it went. And then 4 days of yeah. nothing. And here yeah, we
2: are. We've been trolled. Yeah. On uh, with the show. Or,
0: <laughs> I I don't know if we've been trolled because I've been skeptical this whole time.
2: Yeah, that's true. So, you I did tell me with 99% certainty that he was I- not going to come the day you asked him to
0: people in my twitter mentions can vouch people were hyping this up and i said don't get your hopes up almost guaranteed he doesn't show up
2: yeah yeah yep
0: so um and i i, I don't know our stance is look dude there's no point in entertaining you ever again don't come don't come back with us with some garbage about how oh now you can come on the show no
2: no, no. we should have entertained you, this once
0: yeah but you yeah. were given your opportunity and you're full of excuses okay well, now that we um, got that painful topic out of the way, you want to do another painful topic?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The
0: Chicago kidnapping, which I don't think Great. you have discussed at all yet. Have you? I have not seen a video. Uh, no,
2: it. no, I have not okay. made a video about it. Honestly, it was so upsetting to me and I couldn't get through. I know you watched all 30 minutes. Um, I watched about eight minutes of it and I was just like, I don't know. I just wanted to choke these girls to death. I just couldn't watch it. I was so mad.
0: Most of the thirty minutes are nonsense of them, you know, d- just cackling and behaving in jackassian ways, and th- there are nuggets of awful abuse, right? And nuggets of extreme stupidity. Uh, I think of talking to the chat while you are broadcasting your felonious crime, right? Right, I know. Um, so, I if, if you have not, if somehow you have not seen this footage, I did just a quick. Uh, compilation of the worst parts uh, so you can be clear so the story here is there is some this this 18 year old white kid with some kind of mental handicap that I, as far as i understand is yet to be disclosed. I've heard people say autism, but even autism is kind of an unclear term. Right, right. So I don't know what his exact condition is, but he was friends with one of these people in a Chicago suburb. This person takes him into Chicago, into this apartment complex with friends of his who then uh, bind him, gag him, make him say anti-Trump things, anti-white things. They threaten him with a knife. They actually cut his scalp at one point. They uh, They make him drink toilet water. All and all the while, the reason we're able to observe these crimes is because this the, one of them, Brittany Herring, broadcast this on her Facebook via her phone on Facebook Live. So what do you got for us, Brittany? Let's take a quick look.
2: That is your blood. His ass. Unfuck man. Watch out, bro. His ass. Unfuck. Your prograde.
1: Cut this shit. Cut now. Quiet. No, talking about blood and shit,
0: bro. Okay, so they're cutting his clothes off there.
1: His ass. Go. <laughs> fuck Donald Trump, nigga. Fuck white people. What yeah, the fuck? Grabbing ass, nigga. But now they're, they're actually cutting you. his
0: scalp.
2: Oh, geez, Damn, you cut yeah. his shit. Yeah. A whole patch out
1: that shit, boy. Talking me. about y'all going to jail. Dude, get off my live doing that goofy ass shit. That shit. shit lame.
2: What? What did she even just say?
0: Um, she said they're telling me I'm going to jail. Get off of here with your goofy ass shit. That shit lame. <laughs> get off my Facebook page. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> okay, so. Oh my god obviously the uh, the event itself is horrible we don't need to sit here and talk about how disgusted we are because everyone is every sane person is disgusted except for sean king and even sean king's disgusted but we'll get to that in a moment the i want to be i don't want to understate the criticism i have for the perpetrators of This event, but I also want to be maybe a little bit unpopular and offer some criticism for, I guess, what would be our side or um, people who are harshly critical of this. I don't like the BLM kidnapping hashtag. And the reason I don't like it, this was uh, trended on Twitter as hashtag BLM kidnapping. There's no known connection of this to Black Lives Matter. I don't dispute. And people say, well, you can connect this rhetoric Black Lives Matter rhetoric to this type of behavior, certainly. I don't dispute that at all. My my issue with the hashtag is, I think it makes too direct of a connection, um, without a without a, a way to substantiate that, as though Black Lives Matter sponsored this event. I'm not saying it's outlandish and indefensible. No, but I are wrong about this. <laughs> I think there's, I think it's a little bit dishonest, and I'll and I'll let you offer the counterpoint, but I'll give you another point why I don't like it, besides the lack of um, direct substantiation.
2: Um, well, I think that it's the the racism from Black Lives Matter that has essentially, I mean, contributed to this fund- fundamentally. I mean, look at how they behave these last few months. And also, didn't these people uh, like promote Black Lives Matter in on their own uh, social media pages? And Black Lives that, Matter doesn't have would like a, like a headquarters. You know, this is this is all the same shit, Skag. All of it.
0: If there is a direct connection, <laughs> that would change it for me. Um, And I I grant your premise that like Black Lives Matter has always been nebulous. So they have this easy out of like, oh, well, that guy did something terrible. That's not us. But at least in the case of like Micah Johnson, the guy who shot the Dallas police officers, he said, I'm doing this because I'm mad about Black Lives Matter issues. Or where there's a direct connection in those cases they deny. In this case, it is a bunch of, to be quite frank, racist black people committing a crime, which is consistent with. Awful Black Lives Matter rhetoric, but is not directly connected. The and I, I grant it's debatable. and Of course, I'm going to take the the yeah, weakling I mean, I, cuck position here. That I is my. Think being a that cook. is my. I duty. understand what you're saying.
2: <laughs> like, I was thinking that initially, and then I I like circled around some other YouTubers and watched their videos, and I'm like, maybe I'm wrong about this. Um,
0: let me. Can I give you one more reason why I don't like it? And that is because it gives empowerment to the salons of the world like i don't know if you saw this article i put in the notes salon don't let racists fool you the chicago kidnapping isn't about black lives matter it's about violence faced by people with disabilities and it's like it's such a distraction it's such garbage it allows them to perpetuate that like racist finger pointing and if there was just a little more substantiated accuracy in in the initial hashtag, that criticism is erased. It's gone and the focus is on look how awful this is. I'll take that
2: point. That's a good point. I mean anything we can do to avoid that is good. But I use the hashtag because it was the only way my tweets were going to get picked up once it started trending.
0: Right. And I'm with you there. Like Sargon has come under a bunch of criticism for simply using the hashtag. And All I did like,
2: was use the hashtag. I've never tried to, until now, Right. substantiate and it's like, that Black Lives Matter is responsible for
0: that. Now that it's at the point where that's where you talk about it, that's just kind of the way it is. I used right. the hashtag too, even though I didn't like it. But if that's where everyone's talking about it, that's where everyone's talking about it. Anyway, that's mostly BS, because we're talking about a hashtag in the context of a horrific kidnapping and assault or whatever. It's awful. It's awful. So I don't want to give too much – I don't want to whine too much about the hashtag decisions that were A lot
2: made. of people have been talking about it, though.
0: Here's my other gripe with some of the reaction to it um, was the Chicago PD came out and had their first press conference. And they kind of waffled. They wouldn't say this was a hate crime. And they kind of gave the impression – not even the impression. They outright stated like, well, these are kids, you know, and kids are going to do stupid things. Uh, Let's check that out. Let's see what they had to say here.
1: Yesterday, video of a brutal act towards an adult male with mental health challenges made its way on the social media. Have you seen the video? It's it's, it's sickening. It's sickening. You know, it makes you wonder what would make individuals treat somebody like that. You know, although they are adults, they're they're 18. Kids make stupid, I I shouldn't call them kids, they're legally adults, but they're young adults and they make stupid decisions. Um, That certainly will be part of whether or not a hate crime is, uh, if we seek a hate crime, um, to determine whether or not this is sincere or just stupid ranting and raving. But I think that, uh, like the commander said, I think some of it is just stupidity. You know, people just ranting about something that they think might make a headline. I don't think that uh, at this point, we don't have anything concrete to really point us in that direction, but we'll keep investigating and we'll let the facts guide us on how how this concludes. You know, I I really can't say what's in the mind of four individuals that would do something as sickening as this, (laughs) who knows?
0: Okay, I think there's some criticism that can be levied on some of the
2: Before we lay into these guys, I will say that this is like a white cop and a black cop and they're like, oh, shit, race relations in this city are garbage. What are we going to do about this? And so I think that maybe they're just trying to minimize this in an effort to prevent, you know, backlash within their own garbage community. I, but, um, I mean, if, to say that there's not enough evidence when this was 30 minutes of exactly what was happening is um, is a preposterous. That's preposterous. Well, Come on.
0: I agree that some of the language could have been, given the Very clear evidence that existed. Some of the language could have been harsher, let's say. But we got to remember, at the time, this was before the investigation was finished and before charges had been filed. And the same people that I see rightfully in every Black Lives Matter investigation saying let the investigation happen wait for the facts in this case are jumping down the cop's throat saying they won't say hate crime what's wrong with them well yeah, if you wait a day all oh, yeah. four got hate crime charges so if you're going to say wait for the investigation to conclude wait for the facts in one context apply it to all no, no no but it's
2: not about labeling it a hate crime he says well what was the motive what was the motive what could possibly be the motive and they're like fuck you whitey fuck donald trump well what do you think is the motive, man? They're telling us what their motive is. We can see what their motive is. There was just too much mystery in this. Like, oh, what happened here? We have to investigate. It's like, do you really though? Do you really have to investigate? Because I'm pretty sure I can see exactly what's happening here.
0: I think that's fair. I mean, I'm not going to pretend that what they said is, there's certainly a contradiction between some of the things they said and what you can see, obviously, in the broadcast, in the Facebook live broadcast.
2: Well, I think they should have uh, but, come out and immediately said, this is clearly like a racially motivated crime. We don't know, but we're not going to say whether, you know, what, what kind of charges we're going to. All
0: right. I see. mean, I, I would, um if they had said this after the conclusion of the investigation, then I would agree that like outrage is justified. Right. But in the context of ongoing investigation, they're not going to say anything conclusive in that con in that context, no matter what. Right, without an investigation true. concluded. So I just, it, it's important in all in every context of these controversial crimes, even when it's obviously clear, because there have been some cases, I mean, you think of some of these shootings that Black Lives Matter protests, what was it, the one in, um, I mean, there are several. The, I think of the one in, was it, there was basically that highway shooting where it was disputed like whether the guy reached into his car or not. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. Where was that? And you see the
0: footage and you're like, well that, that That one doesn't look very good, but let's wait to see what the investigation finds. Okay. Same thing. That was
2: the same week as Charlotte. So it kind of got drowned out in the media. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There were, isn't it, I was going to say, isn't it sad that there are so many that we, that they kind of run together. But,
2: I know. I was like, Micah Johnson, which one, who is that?
0: The Dallas guy, yeah. <laughs> the
2: Dallas guy. And that was the, the cops, right? God. Yes. This yes. shit happens all the time. It's unbelievable.
0: Um, and here's the only other point of conversation I have on this issue that I discussed earlier this week in a different stream, but I, I've seen some reports. Okay, so uh, sh- Illinois has a very um, a very clear hate crime statute as far as I can tell, who's someone from someone who's a layman, who's a non-lawyer, you can look it up. If you commit X, Y, or Z crime, assault, battery, kidnapping, these kind of things, and you do it with a motive that is because of race, disability, gender, the list goes on, that's hate crime. So you look at that law and you think, okay, this is clearly a hate crime. Now, I've seen reports that police chose to file hate crime charges in this case because of disability and not because of race, which is silly right, to right. me if true. But the broader question is... Should hate crime legislation be a thing? That is, and, and this was kind of the debate with Simone Sanders too, which is like she's on CNN saying, well, if it's about politics, it's not a hate crime because it can't be a hate crime if it's politically motivated as opposed to racially motivated. Do we want to get into this like nitpicking about what the motive was and say, oh, no, if it was race? That's
2: That doesn't matter in this case because they talk about white people, they say fuck white people and stuff. We know it's racially motivated. Irrelevant about the political orientation, doesn't matter.
0: Well, I guess my question would be, let's say this happened and they said nothing of race, nothing of disability, nothing within anything in the in the hate crime statute in Illinois. Theoretically, they would not be cra- charged with a hate crime, even though the crime itself, the kidnapping, the scalping, the like intimidation, the torture, all that stuff would be identical, but they'd still receive lighter sentencing right
2: right because of a lesser charge crime legislation is idiotic i mean all crimes like this are committed out of hate it's never an act of love you know
0: (laughs) i'm doing this because i love you because i love you yeah yeah
2: Yeah, person's a sociopath and needs to be punished like any of the others
0: that that reminds me of i did a video earlier this week on the sarah silverman joke that she got in trouble for 15 years ago about uh, I don't want to repeat it because it has an epithet. Whatever, I'm the cuck of this show. I don't say racial slurs on the show, but Wait, I which, love... Wait, which
2: racial slurs? All right, I'll say it.
0: So Sarah Silverman, this is going to take too long to explain. But basically, <laughs> her, the punchline of her joke was like, I can't say I hate Chinese people because that's racist, but I still need to say something outrageous. Well, I love Chinese people. And and that's how she got out of it. You can go watch if you want to get the the delivery of the joke. It's about getting out of jury duty. But the point is, in this case, if they had said... If they're if they're kidnapping this guy, cutting him, yeah. doing all this stuff, if they say I love Donald Trump, I love white people, and they're doing this right, stuff, that's right. a lesser charge.
2: Yeah, yeah. Seemingly. Why? Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, I don't know why we have to differentiate, but I think it's important um, to honor it if it's if because it, yeah. it, it highlights you know it highlights um, the inequality. For uh, black and white people, like how we're treated under the law. I mean, this is insane. I
0: I was very happy to see that to the extent the law exists in Illinois, it's being applied equally. Very happy to see that. Uh, Right. So all four of
2: them have been charged.
0: Yes. Kidnapping, battery, hate crimes um, for all four, I believe. For sure, hate crime for all four. I'm pretty sure the other charges for all four. But hate crime has to come with another charge. Hate crime is kind of charge plus. It's not a standalone charge.
2: Oh okay. So what are what are they looking at time wise?
0: I saw a significant time. I'd have to double check. I, I think at one point I saw like thirty years maximum. But that's oh, that me. Would be,
2: that'd be fantastic. Don't
0: quote me on that because I, I don't have that handy. But I know the the time that they're facing is significant <clears throat> as my voice continues to deteriorate. Thanks for putting up with it. <laughs>
2: it's okay.
0: Ah, <clears throat> Um, Before we move on from this point, I did have another thing (laughs) because to my point that I don't like that the BLM hashtag gives credence to these garbage, ridiculous social justice leftist rags like Salon, you know, who came out and wrote uh, an insane piece on this?
2: Is it Sean White?
0: (laughs) Well, kind of. I mean, that's a good nickname for him, although he doesn't snowboard. (laughs) <laughs> but he cert- his name is Sean and he is white. So oh, uh, that
2: was a whoops. <laughs> whoops. Sean King, see what yeah, I did yeah. there?
0: I got Well, Sean White is understandable in the under the circumstances.
2: Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that other guy. I right. was just thinking Sean King, the white guy.
0: This is what I love. So Sean King writes this uh, this article this week. Uh, King, stop using the attack on a mentally challenged white man in Chicago to promote a racist agenda against Black Lives Matter. And he, go, he writes this article about why he won't pursue uh, justice. This country does not need me to speak out on crimes committed by black folk because nobody in this country is held more responsible for the crimes they commit and even if the crimes they uh, and even the crimes they don't commit. Than black folk in america right now young black men in america are incarcerated at a rate higher than south africans were at the height of apartheid don't mention the crime rate that goes along with that incarceration rate sean don't worry about that Uh, i speak out on injustice what happened to this man in chicago was terrible it was criminal i hate it but guess what justice was swift justice was miraculously swift he wrote this before charges were even filed this is Sean King saying, well, justice was swift. Justice has been done. Hadn't even filed charges yet. Sean, by your own reasoning, every arrest of every Amer- African American you protest against is justice. Justice is served. <laughs> what are you protesting about? He got arrested, right? Justice is served. Oh, Insane. My God. That's Insane. And it goes on. There's more. There's even more. Um, I love justice is always swift and easy when black folk mess up. But you know who's not in jail right now? George Zimmerman. Yeah, you know who got a full trial? George Zimmerman. I I don't you might disagree with the outcome.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry, that is justice. That is justice, Sean. You just disagree with the outcome. (laughs) And then he goes, you know who you know who else is not in jail? Like uh, this whole list of people. I, I kind of vetted his list to see who was on it, like who he's talking about as examples of injustice. Some guy named Amadou Diallo on his doorstep in his Bronx home. This was in 1999. <laughs> There's another example. You know who else, uh, you know who's not in jail? The men who murdered Emmett Till. Take a guess at when the murder of Emmett Till was.
2: Oh, God. Forever ago. Take a guess. Uh, 50s.
0: You're spot on. Very good. 1954. We're talking like pre-civil rights, right around the time of you know Brown v. Board, right in there. Yeah, going to
2: dig back there. God.
0: And he'd mentioned some other cases, but it's like, what are you, what are you talking oh, about, dude? Decades yeah. old. We we don't need Sean King to talk about justice for the poor disabled guy who was kidnapped and tortured. We need Sean King to talk about justice for that guy in 1954. Jesus. Christ Thanks, Sean. Really appreciate it. You're really doing a lot of great work.
2: I know. As always,
0: know. you're welcome to come on the show <laughs> and back out, just like everybody
2: else. Like everybody else, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, no, I well, seriously though, Sean, I do look forward to your uh, upcoming work on The Young Turks. That geez. I am very excited for.
2: So I did not, he kind of looks like a black guy. Like, you know, he styles his facial hair like a black guy. But I saw a picture of him last week with a, his shirt off. <laughs> and he has like a... White guy, dad body. That oh, yeah. guy is white. I am so certain. Case yeah. closed. I mean, I don't. I don't want to say that's the greatest irony of all of this is that is that he's a white guy, being yeah. the champion of blacks. This is. <laughs>
0: did, you, did you see the uh, the Young Turks when they did the reveal of him? Coming on, I wish I had it handy. But it totally looks like they darkened the image of Sean King when they when Cheng made the announcement.
2: Oh, God, I hope they did.
0: It looks I like they, they went did. into Photoshop and dropped the brightness like 20% oh, man. Just, oh, man.
2: To,
0: just to make him look uh, darker, which was really funny. Um, a, f- a friend of the show, uh, Face Palm Reality, who does a lot of that art we share, he's trying to do some animation work, really small stuff. He's just getting started on YouTube. But he did a spoof on the Young Turks and Sean King joining. I wish I had it handy to share. But of course, like Jenk and Anna are under bright lights, and then there's Sean over in the corner who is like, you know, ghost white, but he's under a black light. Like they gave Sean on the show a black light, which I thought <laughs> was very nice <laughs> touch, very funny. Excellent, so excellent I, work. I, I look forward to the se- the set of the Young Turks accommodating Sean King's racial delusions. <laughs> I can't, I can't, can't wait for that. Uh, okay, nice. so that's all that. Uh, ooh, you know. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's all I got on the uh, Chicago kidnapping. Unless you have more.
2: Uh, nope. I'm good. I'm good. Although Sean doesn't he have a bunch of kids? Do you know? Do you know if I that's have true? no idea. No. I, I, I
0: really do. I, I, like I, I guess I do remember reading that he was a, a father. Yeah.
2: Oh. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Let's talk about the ISIS club.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this is great. Um, th- th- I forget what the show is, but it's on the, the BBC. Yeah, I think it's called like revolting or something. Our friends across the pond could explain this better than I can. But it is, you know, some kind of skit comedy. And they thought up this genius idea, genius idea called Real Housewives of Isis, which is, of course, a play on the show, Real Housewives of whatever. I don't watch it. Maybe you do. Maybe that's... Orange maybe that's County,
2: where... New York, a bunch of other yeah.
0: places. But the premise is, you know, a bunch of um, women who have been lured from elsewhere to go join Isis and be Isis wives, but the drama of their lives is much the same as, you know, the Real Housewives of Western culture. So let's check that out, because I think this is just amazing. Coming up this season on The Real Housewives of Isis.
1: It's only three days till we're the beheading, and I've got no idea what I'm going to wear. So this is my sixth marriage. Uh, I've been widowed five times. Six times. <laughs> Are you ready, girls? Ta-da! What do you think? Oh, Mumma surprised me with it yesterday. Oh, babes, I love
0: it. You look gorgeous. She looked massive. You're gonna need a lot of Semtex to kill that one.
2: Hey, ladies, what do you
0: think of this? What a complete bitch. She knew I had that jacket. Copies everything.
1: Coming up next week.
0: Won't stop talking about his forty virgins.
1: Why can't it be happy
0: with
2: me? Ali bought me a new chain, which
0: is eight foot long. I can almost get outside, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I can almost get outside. Like,
2: this is awesome. Awesome, yeah. Okay. Good for them. Yeah, Good for them. I,
0: I, it's, it's hilarious. It's ballsy. Um, it needs, it, it points a finger of comedy at a topic that desperately needs it. And of course, yeah, predictably, people are offended about this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Before getting into that, because I hope that they're fringe. I really hope the people who make genius stuff like this don't cave to people who consider stuff like this offensive because it's desperately needed. We'll go through a few comments in here in a second that say like, this is off limits to comedy. You can't make fun of A, culture and B, terrorism. I don't know why not. But like isn't isn't aren't skits like that, exactly like that one of the great things that separate Western culture from Islamic culture.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is great. This was very surprising. I I kind of couldn't believe it. BBC. um, All right.
0: Yeah. Are they, are they, I don't know much of BBC, but is it out of character for them to be like edgy and kind of provocative in that way?
2: Uh, yeah, I was under the impression it was. I mean, I only know like their Jane Austen adaptations and garbage news network, but outside of that, (laughs) I was just surprised to see it. I knew that the reaction would be like this, though. But they kind of uh, were able to escape the religion issue because they're talking about ISIS specifically. Um, And so when Muslims complain about this, it just really shows the parallels between moderate, so-called moderate Muslims and and extremists. If they're offended by this, then it's like, well, maybe you need to examine what you believe a little bit.
0: That's why a lot of the... The pushback comes in the form of joking about terrorism and violence, as opposed to joking about Islamic, uh, the religion of Islam, or Islamic culture, or anything like that. And this uh, this story in the Telegraph, though, did a good job of rounding up some of these criticisms. Let's find that here. Uh, the humor is only funny if you look down on someone else and enjoy seeing them unhappy because they are not white and Christian. <laughs>
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm mortified that the BBC had produced such a program. It's simply bad taste. The fact that it is comedy makes it even more worrying that humor should be associated with the actions of ISIS. If anyone needs humor associated with them more, it's ISIS. They are thirsting for humor more than any organization I could possibly imagine. What are you talking about? You are... You are utterly abhorrent, BBC. You are going to joke about mass rape. Are you going to joke about mass rape too? Or use the children as suicide bombers or make light of your role in prompting extremism to deceived and abused women? Sick. You are truly sick in the head and morally bankrupt. Morally bankrupt.
2: Don't these people see that they're literally defending ISIS?
0: Dang it. I had the sounder ready to go. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> morally bankrupt god i gotta get you know once we have a producer someday we'll be able to do that quick. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean morally bankrupt for making a humor skit seriously god oh, I, I don't i don't even know what to say other than like I just, just, I just, I just have to repeat myself. Like that, that is what makes Western secular culture great, and that part of the world suck. You want it, it's free speech, it's it's a provocation, it's poking fun at something that's allegedly holy. Uh, it's criticizing something that's thought to be uncriticizable.
2: Man, BBC is gonna get a truck driven through their headquarters. <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> just please, BBC. I know you love the show. I know you watch every week. You can't get enough. Please, Mr. BBC CEO, don't back down on this. I know, I we know. To, we talked last don't week about Don't be a
2: pussy, Cinnab- guys. Come right, on. we talked
0: about Cinnabon backing down right away on the Carrie Fisher thing. Don't back down on this because if if you, the second you back down and think certain things are off limits to comedy, hate to break it to you, the terrorists have won. ISIS yeah. has won at that point when they start dictating what we're allowed to to right. view right, right. Uh, as the subject of comedy. right. That's all I got on that.
2: <laughs> oh, that guy T is saying he said that in the chat and then I stole his joke. I did not even see that. Sorry.
0: Wait, what was the joke?
2: Um, I don't know. Maybe it was my truck thing.
0: That guy T. I streamed with T earlier. That guy T, you have an open invite to the show.
2: Yeah, that guy T, come why on, don't you come on our show? Come on, on the, the show like, sometime. I can fucking troll them in their live chats all day long, but I can't come on their on their show. Come on. Come on, dude.
0: You can pull me into the wonderful world of anarcho capitalism whatever. <laughs> I I would love to. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what I got next?
2: <laughs> what?
0: Uh we, uh we mentioned it at the top of the show. Are you convinced or have celebrities convinced you of their political and moral virtue yet? Or have uh, they
2: n- never never Okay, so,
0: so are you open to being convinced? No. <laughs> okay, well, I I like to keep an open mind. Just cover run with the bit for the show. My God. Okay, <laughs> moving on to the next topic. Okay, anyway, <laughs> as I referenced, we saw this with them saying like, hey, before the election, hey, voters, vote Trump or be, you know, a morally inferior, racist, misogynistic piece of crap, which motivates people like me to be like, I'll do what I want. <laughs> and you'll never tell me what to do. So I'm voting Trump. That's the result yeah. they got. Then good. they tried to convince the electors. That didn't work. Well, now what's left? Congress. We got to convince Congress. So this comes out this week. It's called Stand Up For Us, I think. It's always like these. This is the thing. Other podcasts have referenced it. It's clearly like the exact same producer making all of these because it's always against the blank backdrop. They always do that, like repeating cuts. It's produced in like the exact same way with the exact same artistic style. The same guy's doing it, but it's always under a different name and it's always under, it's always with a different group of like, Oh yeah, I remember that guy. Kind of celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who was he again in that one movie? The you know that yeah. kind of that kind of people. So check this out. Maybe they'll convince you this time. If it ever loads, come on. Season on. And now, celebrity philosopher kings offer their wisdom again. Shut up, fool! I need work!
1: Dear members of Congress. Dear members of Congress. Dear members of Congress. Dear members of Congress. I'm mad. Flabbergasted. Furious. Concerned for my children. I'm worried for everyone. The majority of Americans, regardless of who they voted for,
2: did not vote for racism, for sexism, or for xenophobia. And yet Donald Trump won.
1: And since he won, hate crimes are rising.
2: Women have been attacked in his name. People of color
1: attacked in his name. You represent us in Congress. You are our last line of defense. So here's what we ask of our elected officials. No, here's what we demand to the extent that Trump pursues racist, sexist, anti-immigrant, anti-worker, anti-Muslim, anti-Semitic, anti-environmental policies. We demand that you vigorously oppose him
0: we demand that you
1: block nominees who threaten the rights of women the lgbt community people of color immigrants and the poor and to use your congressional powers to obstruct to obstruct obstruct obstruct, obstruct defeat anything 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 that violates our core values as diverse americans yeah. signed the majority the majority the majority the majority majority, the majority, the majority, the majority of the
0: american people
2: Steve Buscemi, no. <laughs> no, not Steve Buscemi.
0: You were such a funny side character in so many things. I oh, know. Man.
2: This really bums me out. There's always one more celebrity that I have to hate after I see one of these things.
0: God, yeah, Bob God. Odenkirk is my still my top one that I was bummed to see show up in the Which last Which one, one?
2: Is he the one in- uh, He's
0: Saul Goodman in Breaking Bad and also from Better Call Saul. Great show, Sally, great character. Sally um, Fields? Sally Fields, Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah.
2: I don't care. Yeah.
0: So, um, to their points, I lo- the, the one I love in this particular video, the one quote is, um, the people didn't vote for racism or sexism. Well, who the hell did? You know, they, they say people didn't vote for racism or sexism and yet Trump won. Well, yeah, right. could it be that those are not the same thing? But you said it, follow your own reasoning. People didn't vote for racism or sexism and yet Trump won. So maybe this isn't that. yes. They're not the same. You just said it. You Are you just listening got to there. yourself?
2: You're <laughs> a, there. You're there. Yeah. Just connect. Connect. Them. Yeah.
0: And yet they're still <laughs> going to throw out this card. Like Maybe they didn't hear us the first 30 times about oh racism God. and sexism and bigotry and Islamophobia. This um, has
2: got to be just virtue signaling at this point. They can't possibly think that they're going to affect real change this way. That's one theory I've
0: heard is that they're like virtue signaling to get an in in Hollywood. I put that Mr. T bit in the in the start of, shut up fool, I need work. And that's kind of how, that's the theory here is like if you do this virtue yeah. signaling stuff, maybe you'll work your way into work. <laughs> maybe you'll find a way into a I mean, but job. some of those
2: people, is it Key or Peel? I don't know which one that was.
0: Yeah, I forget. I'm not Key. Um,
2: but his career is not going badly. Is it? He's got like a show and I see him in stuff, I guess. I don't know. Do they really need to be doing this? Seriously, alienating half their audiences because fuck every one of those people. Every time I see them on TV now, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, yeah. I remember that one time you did this really stupid thing that pissed me off.
0: And they, they you represent us, Congress, stand up for us. Oh yeah, you mean yeah. majority Republican House and Senate that, by the way, people voted for.
1: Oh yeah, they do
0: represent you too. It's not. I don't like this idea that there's only two Americas or there, there's two Americas and you're on this side or that side. Well. If, You have your leanings, you have your persuasions, but the the way that this country works, a lot of the time, it's getting together, compromising, finding common ground, that sort of thing. It's, you don't, they vilify the other side so much that they themselves make compromise pretty much impossible, and then they go on to say, you need to obstruct, 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 even though that was treason when Obama was president. If they obstructed then, that's treason, but if Trump's president, then it's a patriotic thing to do. None of this is has any basis in principle. If Hillary Clinton is president, they're not saying obstruct.
2: Right, right. They're,
0: they're saying, "How dare you obstruct?" If it happened,
2: can't we just give these people California? <laughs> just, I, I'm willing to take that loss.
0: Well, it depends. Do we get to keep Tahoe? That's the only part of California I want to. No, remain. we don't
2: get to keep Tahoe.
0: <sighs> Let's negotiate. I want to keep the Tahoe.
2: redwoods too
0: no well oh, oh.
2: but no more uh, social justice warriors okay. around you you get to keep did, the Pacific did, Northwest
0: and and did you catch the part in this too of people of color are being attacked in his name women are being attacked in his name who
2: who I know Wh- I haven't where? seen any of that happen everything has been a hoax and the only thing I've seen along those lines was this white handicapped kid getting attacked yeah. by these four black kids
0: that's seriously the Your only timing observable. Is excellent yeah that's the only observable uh, attack I've seen that makes reference to Donald Trump. The rest are these southern poverty law centers uh, fairy tale stories.
2: yeah, yeah Duh. And that girl with the burqa that got ripped off that was a lie.
0: Yeah every literally every, every one, hijab yeah. related incident. 2016 maybe they continue, but 2016 was um, the year of the girl who who cried hijab pull you know I mean there was there was a series of them. There, not once has a hijab been legitimately pulled. It has not happened. That is Bigfoot stuff. If you have footage of it, if you have grainy Bigfoot footage of a hijab oh, being know. pulled, I want to see it.
2: I mean, I, I fantasize it. about it all the time, <laughs> but I've never done it. Maybe uh, one. Day. Maybe okay.
0: one Um we got a couple topics to work with in the last uh, 10 talk minutes about here. We and...
2: Fort Lauderdale.
0: Okay. You can update me on that because I know... Basically nothing on it. Although I did prep the footage to share, and that was insane.
2: Yeah, it's. I did not realize so that was available. Five. It just came up today on TMZ. But five people were killed. Uh, how many? Six injured. Six were injured, and then thirty-six people sustained injuries in the ensuing panic. Yeah, geez. So this is like a Puerto Rican guy. This story is interesting because it's a Puerto Rican guy, but he also did um, time in the army. Uh, And then he was discharged for unsatisfactory performance or something along those lines. Um, But he actually went into an FBI office and was like, I'm hearing voices and ISIS is training me or something along those lines. Or like, I'm having to watch training videos, Um, which is nonsensical. And so they they took away his gun for a little while and then they reissued it after they found out that he had really done nothing. So I'm not sure if that last part is verified, though. They reissued the gun. That might not be true, but anyway. So then he killed five people um, and injured a ton of people. But I don't. I think he was just schizophrenic. If he actually said he was hearing voices, then um, I don't think that Islam is the actual motivation of this. It might be. I mean, it's very odd that he brought that up to the FBI of his own accord. But if he was hearing voices, then anything's so game.
0: The only the only connection then is I have like voices in my head tell me that ISIS. Voices in my head are training me in ISIS propaganda or something. Uh,
2: yeah. And then there was a picture where apparently he was doing an ISIS hand signal. Um, but I'm pretty sure that that was that that was it. If anybody in the live chat knows of any other um, connections that he actually had to ISIS. But I don't think he was Muslim. Uh, as far as I know, I um, but he just sounds like a schizophrenic to me. So. This
0: footage that's available is that the? Do we know if that's the first? I mean, it looks like he's just opening fire at that point. It's a short clip. I can yeah, yeah. It's he's just opening here. fire. Yeah, there's no sound to it. It's just you can see the first shot here. I mean, he's just walking with everybody, and he just pulls a handgun out of the holster, out of the hip holster, and uh, probably and hits what I assume to be his first victim.
2: Yeah. Geez. Well, I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of theories about his ties to ISIS or, you know, and I originally reported that he was Muslim and now I'm, I'm not entirely sure. This seems like a case. Oh of, yeah. I
0: saw, I of, saw that tweet and then Yeah, I'm like,
2: it's always a Muslim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw that tweet, but then, um, my favorite part was, uh, our, our guy, the Deplorable Macoptera. If you listen to the call-in show, you know him. Yeah. Because he calls in with, he's a student at Michigan State, and he's always got really cool bug knowledge and stuff, entomology knowledge, is that? Anyway, he replied to you saying like, ah, it's always a, the damn anime fans, because this guy was into anime or something? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. I blame anime. <laughs> I don't blame Islam. I blame anime.
2: Oh, he also did a tour of Iraq. I'm not sure if I said that, but that's hmm. that's probably important. Um, an important component to his psychiatric breakdown, but we'll see. I mean, it's possible that he had links to terrorism. I mean, he was a military guy and he was talking about ISIS to the FBI. We can't just discount that.
0: Well, speaking of, um, criticism of Islam, do you want to talk about this Pamela, Pamela Geller video?
2: Oh yeah. I haven't watched this.
0: Okay. So this just came out. Pamela Geller, you might remember is a political activist, critic of Islam, we saw her in Cleveland at Milo's party. She spoke there. She hosted that Draw Muhammad cartoon contest in Texas after the, the Charlie Hebdo attack in 2015. Um, uh, a couple Islamists show up to try to kill her for you know hosting a cartoon event and police kill them. And that's one of, I think, several attempts on her life uh, yep. on, on behalf of um, Islamists. So she, she'll make, she does her own media. She does her own writing. She did this, she made this video that just came out this week of going to Colombia and asking them, uh, do they support what, what she, well, she introduces it. She, she introduces the question is, do you support Planned Parenthood funding of female genital mutilation, which is of course, common practice in the Islamic world. And she gets some interesting responses, but I, I have a few issues maybe with it that we can discuss here. Uh, Here's the video.
1: I'm Pamela Geller, president of the American Freedom Defense Initiative. The following shocking video took place at an Ivy League school, Columbia University in New York City. Students were asked if Planned Parenthood should fund and support female genital mutilation.
2: So would you support Planned Parenthood funding for clitoridectomies? Um, for clitoridectomy. That's the same thing. That's, that's female circumcision. circumcision.
1: Of course. Yeah. If, yeah. So I
0: believe it's, it's it's up to the it's, it's up to whoever wants to actually perform that. But I definitely think it's up to that that singular person. If the families are choosing that they want this,
2: it's okay.
1: I mean, who am I to say no to, to what somebody wants to do in okay. that sense? It's their body, right? <laughs> I've actually read a lot about it in other I countries, so I
0: don't know. Yeah. and like people are constantly going to other countries and fighting
2: to end that. So that's a little. I didn't know about this. It's I mean, movement to end male circumcision too. So, would you support Planned Parenthood funding for female I, circumcision? I would. Yeah, absolutely.
0: But it also like gets rid of female like pleasure, from what I've read. Yeah. But I'm not exactly sure of like
2: how, how much meaning they can't have an orgasm or whatever. Yeah.
0: I mean, my my tendency is to say like, if there are, like, not stand in the way of people's cultural traditions. Mm-hmm. But on this particular one, I don't know if I could provide an answer just because I don't know enough about female circumcision. It sounds mm-hmm. like genital mutilation. Mm-hmm. And like if you could fast forward, if the female... Well, it have... is. I mean, some people consider it to be genital mutilation, but but it's cultural, I be... you know, so a lot of people would find it culturally insensitive if you called it genital mutilation. Yeah, that's a tricky one. I think that's sort of, <laughs> I don't know, uh, any way you fall out on that, somehow you're, you're going to be a you know, a little bit insensitive. Okay, and then it says, um, we asked such an obvious human rights we asked about such an obvious human rights violation. Only one out of twenty Ivy League students responded with to the question with an unequivocal No. I love that guy in the end. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a tricky one. It's a tough one. You, you yeah. don't want to be insensitive. However she says at the top, you know, like what would happen if we asked them about female genital mutilation? But then they use terms that are not female genital mutilation. I think the answers rely primarily on ignorance and a lack of a complete understanding than they do with support for what they're actually talking about. don't
2: you, do you think that it really would have been a fair question to ask about female genital mutilation? That sounds far more biased to me than female circumcision. I think you could get a a more honest, um, more honest answers from people. Yeah.
0: I, I just wish she would have introduced the question then at the top of the show that way.
2: I, I have no problem with the way this was done.
0: And 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 to her point, they're not just saying, um, the question is not, do you think people should be allowed to do this? The question is, should Planned Parenthood provide it with a third of its budget being federally <laughs> provided? Right, That's right. quite a different question, too. <laughs> That um, fat
2: girl with the vocal fry was like, "Well, I don't know anymore now that I've done some research."
0: I think it takes away from like female oh, pleasure, <laughs> you know. Which it
2: does. It does. They cut off your entire clitoris.
0: Yeah. So maybe they I don't should have know. called it I mean, female genital mutilation. I they do would think...
2: have gotten all all knows probably. Right,
0: then. but I do think your point is valid that that is probably a more biased way of describing it then even though I don't dispute its accuracy right um, right, but nobody says yes to that when you use the term mutilation nobody says yes to that but I do think the last guy at the end was kind of illuminating of like he gets a full description he even says like well that sounds like mutilation and then she says well yeah I mean some people call it that and he's like well but it's cultural as soon as it's cultural <laughs> oh
2: no what do i do <laughs>
0: oh that's a tough one then yeah, cuz i mean you know mutilation versus being culturally insensitive i, oh, I, Brain
2: I don't scrambles, know explodes yeah
0: yeah so it's you know something to think about um and and i i'm it's i always not very
2: illuminating the- though i mean i knew already that that a lot of people at ivy leagues are uh, idiots just just idiots. Yeah. I mean, Those I, first people, though. Mm.
0: I really liked the um, on-the-street interviews that the rebel did going to Ohio State, asking about the, the attack, Joel right, right. Arton's attack. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that was terrorism? Like, oh, I don't know. I think I know people were just that. racist to him. And <laughs> that's why.
2: Do you still the, feel safe? Yeah, I still feel really safe. Yeah. It was just, you know, oh, God. Idiots.
0: The only other us. item I have that I want to mention before we close it out is uh, big news this week in cable news, mainstream media. Megan Kelly leaving Fox to go to NBC to do some daytime work, which I guess tells us that she really hates Fox probably because I think they offered her like $25 million. And you don't leave a primetime slot to go to like a daytime slot unless you really hate
2: being at She said she wanted slot. to spend more time with her kids. Go from 80 hours of work. Of, uh... You know work a week to i don't know 50. well i will
0: always look criticisms of megan kelly aside megan kelly is responsible for the donna argentina interview credit where due that's a legendary interview I'm, i i still credit megan kelly for that one
2: but outside of that she's largely been worthless all right fine and counterproductive this last year
0: well you should be happy then and i am happy too because who's filling that slot tucker carlson Round can't of applause for Tucker Carlson. Tuck. You can't cuck the talk. Don't try. Don't even try. I mean, all of his, all of his interviews.
2: It's so great. A... He just laughs in these people's faces and just annihilates them one after one every time. I just, I'm addicted to watching it. I've, I've watched so much of it on <laughs> YouTube.
0: I think we've talked about it, but the, the ability <laughs> that show has to get like amazing opposition guests on a nightly basis. The theory, I guess, is they pay them. They must. I don't know. Like they pay them. It's the I only don't even way care. These, why would you go on care. to get wrecked? I, I'm not. I'm, that's the only reason I can think of. It. But they still go on and they still get wrecked. So I don't care either. I just want to – Tucker or someone in Tucker's team tell us how you do what you do because we need to get those people to come on our show. Not like know, fight hate no. speech guy who you know just
2: thirty eight followers. I mean, we need we need some big gets here on the opposition.
0: God, I admire. That show's ability not only to engage opposition, but to get them to come on.
2: Yeah, it's remarkable.
0: The one one connection is um, you were talking about Martin Shkreli's Twitter ban, which happened. Was it today?
2: Yeah, yeah. He asked that one journalist. Oh, what is her name? Laura Dunes, I want to say. Ooh, I can't remember. Um, But she was on Tucker Carlson's show. She's an editor at Vogue, Teen Vogue. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't remember what they were arguing about. Anyway, so Martin Shkreli, is that how you say his last name?
0: I think it's Shkreli. Shkreli. Shkreli.
2: Shkreli. Yeah. He invited her. He invited her to the deplorable. The pharma bro. But, but just kind of harassed her a little bit on Twitter. I mean, it was pretty mild. And then photoshopped his own face into a picture of them, uh, her with her husband. <laughs> and so she reported yeah. him to Twitter, and then he got banned.
0: Looks like they were, you know, I don't know, pharma and chill. I guess you could call that. They were all <laughs> cuddled up on the couch.
2: Yeah, yeah. I thought it was um, hilarious. Lauren Duca. That's what they're Shkreli, saying.
0: Shkreli, if you don't remember, is the guy who was in hot water a year plus ago because he owns that big pharma- He owns a pharmaceutical company that purchased um, this particular drug that is for people with compromised immune systems, aka people with AIDS or some cancers, some things like that. And then the price skyrocketed, and everyone hates Martin Shkreli. I don't want to get into that debate, but you might remember him um, from that.
2: Right, right. That is what you would know him from. But he's also a huge troll, and he's yeah. uh He's pretty. He's a huge, rich troll, and that's who we need.
0: <laughs> and he's got like beef with rappers and stuff because he has that <laughs> one like I, I'm getting out of my um, area of expertise here, certainly, but I know he owns that one. Is it a Wu Tang album? That's it's like one of a kind. It's like I the only know. one that exists or something. And he paid millions of dollars for it. But I think he also has like other people can tell. I think he has like feuds with rappers and stuff too. Even though he's like the shrimpiest, whitest dude ever, ever mm. uh, imaginable. Oh, my phone went off. Dave Rubin is live. Dave, this is our time. Get out of here. <laughs> you, you know can't... we
2: fill this slot. Yeah, this is our
0: <laughs> slot, Dave. Get out. Uh, anyway, we've uh, we've exceeded our slot, actually. So that's all I got. Anything Anything on your end? Or are we good? We're good. Okie doke. Well, um, you know, despite certain people not showing up, we still managed to put a show together. So that's always uh, an accomplishment. But you know, the sad reality is we just have to plan for these things. That's the way it is. So I thank you for a great show, even though Mr. Trollface tried to sabotage it or whatever. Uh, And we will create backups going forward. Thanks for helping me out with it. And thanks as always to our live viewers and live chatters who keep us honest, shitposting away, telling us people's names when we can't remember them. Well, we try to maintain sincerity. If you are listening on YouTube or on an audio platform on demand, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Remember, there's more material, including the call-in show, on the audio platform, so check those out. iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher. Those are all linked conveniently down in the description for it uh, for you. You can always email us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Take your questions, requests, or suggestions there. We'll be back next Sunday. Because if it's Sunday, sorry Chuck Todd, it does not meet the press. It's Beauty and the Beta, we'll see you then.